0: And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Leigh Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast.
1: Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 79. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters four and five from the book Rule of Wolves. This is your host Eric,
0: and I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grecaverse,
1: a world created by our banana-hating friend Lee Bardugo. Moisaviani casters. Hello, hello. So we got some listener cities. We always. do.
0: <laughs> we do. First, you're going to have to excuse my pronunciation. But I am going to tackle this. First, we have Tecuera Tuba, Brazil.
1: Good job! <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much, listeners out there.
0: <laughs> and forgive me, please if It was wrong.
1: We we really tried. We looked we looked it up, but we were having some issues trying. And then we've got Goomchon, South Korea. Ooh, that is just thank you so much for being listeners. We love and it's just amazing to know that we've got people listening to us from all over the world and especially from your cities. And it's just, it brightens me, brightens my heart, (laughs) makes me happy. I hope you feel happy knowing that we know that you're out there listening. So thank you. Keep listening. And um, yeah, if you ever want to shoot us some DMS or anything, we'd love to hear from you. And um, okay. So, Moving on, for those of you that want to support our podcast a little more and reap the rewards, we now have Patreon. Yay! And for a hot summer special, we are offering $2 a month for access to all of our extra content called After, where we talk a little about the Grishaverse and a lot about being best friends.
0: There are also tiers that grant you a co-producer and even a co-host status. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash GrishaCast or follow the link at GrishaCast.com.
1: And it's now is definitely the time to do it because we're going to be putting some more like I know that we've just begun so we've got some videos up but we're going to be putting more and more stuff up there and it's going to be really cool so I'm excited for some of the stuff. Um right now of course I'm sure you've heard we've been doing we've been learning Rovkin and we're just going to be putting some fun stuff up there and um I don't know maybe some special special things
0: <laughs> get in while you can
1: yeah exactly for that price that's <laughs> yeah. good that really is go
0: ahead and get in there slide on in there slide on in
1: <laughs> to the patreon get all up in there yeah so girl how you been
0: i am actually great good yes i mean july has been rough it has been trying it it's been trying it hard um but i can't really complain overall um i mean it feels like this week has been forever like i was trying to like wrap my brain around that it's only been a week yeah since i've been here but it seems like a lot has happened um i got a raise Mm. so that's good
1: Bring in that Kruger.
0: <laughs> I know. Making it Ryan Kruger. Um, my boss, I had a really good conversation with my boss that I think everyone will appreciate. Um, we go on these walks every day mm-hmm. um, so we can discuss things like kind of th- that we wouldn't necessarily talk about around other people. It's right. kind of a way for us to get away from everyone and kind of have these different like conversations um, just for everyone's visual and it's important for the story he is a um he's a literal boomer not like you know in the karen sense or anything he is an actual like boomer in generation um white straight male cop and um it took us a little bit to obviously see eye to eye on some things and when he first came in he had it on conservative talk radio all the time twenty four seven loud um, and the more we talked, the more I could see that he's he was listening to it less and less, and he would have these other conversations um, on the walk. it was actually yesterday. He said, "I just wanted to let you know that our talks have been very beneficial to me, and I think that it was really it's really good to have you around to." Um, educate me on things because I've never been exposed to these things. And so wow. I never knew a lot of these things. And he said, hold on, wait, I have something to share with you. I've been working on it. And I was like, okay. And he said, all right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. And he goes, LGBTQIA+. Plus. <laughs> and uh, it touched my That's so heart. sweet. Um, because he would always say BLT+. <laughs> and he's like no offense <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um and he has been trying he's been saying um they pronouns for wow. every student that we're not that we don't know the gender or their preferred gender. Um it's just it's been That's incredible. Really great. So this is one of the reasons why I don't believe in cancel culture. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of times when you want to cancel someone that's an educational moment. So I could have just written him off a long time ago and I could have just ignored it and I could have just let him do what he wanted to do and just, you know, quote, unquote, cancel him and just deal with him as a boss and move on. But I kindly and politely and in the way that was comfortable for him, like educated him on these things. And he has completely like changed in these last two years. And for him to actually feel that and feel good about it, um, it's just, it warms my heart. And I feel like I've done a little bit of good in some way. So for everyone else listening, um, let's not give up on everyone. Yeah. Have these conversations politely. Um, I know a lot of times they can be very heated and you can put a lot of emotion into them, but sometimes when you just state facts, maybe not get super emotional over, I know some of us are very passionate about these things, but, um. So just to have those conversations, it's an it's an educational moment. Not everyone was raised the same way. Not everyone right. knows what you know. So it's your responsibility to share that knowledge, and not give up on everyone.
1: Absolutely, and we can't get mad at people for not knowing information if they weren't if they just weren't educated that way. If they didn't know, like you can't get mad at somebody for not knowing something. Um, I always um. Moving to Lebanon, um, in like, which is not the mel- metropolitan part of Nashville at all, was hard for me at first. And um, because I just, I really just was having an issue. And I was around a lot of people that had issues with me being gay and just all the stuff. And I was just kind of like writing them off. But I have found that it's actually really cool if you just have a different perspective and don't cancel them and start to just, I think what I've done is I've started to show some of these people that I am just a normal human being. right? And um, the more you come in contact and it's just, um, it's really incredible. There's a, There's always room to grow. And I always believe that like people just, if you give them the chance to learn and just to like, have an open conversation, not an argument, but just have a conversation and don't like bash their beliefs and ideas because that's their beliefs and ideas. And we have them too. Like I have strong beliefs in how I feel about, especially being a trans ally. I have strong, strong, strong Mm -hmm. feelings for that. And I can get very heated over that, but I have found that I have conversations with some people that don't understand it. And, I, I, I deal with it in a more mature way than I think I would have probably a, a while ago. Right. And I think it's maturity, but it's the mm-hmm. important thing. Um, not to get personal, but I just remember when, when I, my mom and dad, like when I, my mom and dad, when they found out that I was gay, I didn't get to come out. My mom and dad found out from a note and um, they did some pretty horrible things, some crazy stuff that like were was very hard. But I never got mad at them and ever felt hatred towards them or upset because for some reason at that age, I knew that my mom and dad would learn and they still loved me. They just needed to get some time to learn about it. And I couldn't get mad at them. My, my father was born in Charleston, South Carolina. And my mother in Jackson, Mississippi, like the deep, deep south, like places like they were raised just to learn that gay was bad. And that's all they knew. So you can't get I just I never got mad at them. And, you know, lo and behold, like, it's amazing to see where they are now. And you can you know that for a fact that my mother now would literally if she had the option would paint her car, the rainbow <laughs> yes. flag. She she got the COVID shot and is totally good. And she still is wearing her like pride masks because she enjoys it and enjoys people commenting and saying, I like it. She is literally just like a walking poster board for LGBTQ. <laughs> Y'all should rights. see her
0: walking around pride.
1: <laughs> she is so and oh my god, the time I got to take her, that was so yes. amazing. And <laughs> that she's was just fantastic. She's so open and it's so sweet and it's 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 hard and it's it just is. It's a it's it's hard. It's gotten a lot better. I'm so grateful. I just I'm amazed at my mom and dad and where we are and I'm so thankful that we went through all those experiences. And what's really cute, I just want to share this one thing. The first her very first time of trying to connect with me on being gay. This is so adorable, by the way. I think at least was she was like, Eric, I want you to come over. I I've got this concert that I I really think you would watch, and I I really think you'd like it, and I think you'll be like, I just want you to come over. And I came over. She wanted me to watch the share concert with her, <laughs> and I think <laughs> it's so sweet because that's not her type of music at all. But like, she <laughs> put these. Con- she had this connection to share being like <laughs> an advocate for LGBTQI. <laughs> and it's just it was so sweet. Like that's hilarious. It really was. Like, and I just I sat there and like she was just, don't you love it? And like I knew she wasn't enjoying it, but like she was just it was her nod to me just it's a fact that she was trying. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love it. I um and I say that with Deep respect for those out there that are not as lucky as me. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say from where I am as um, being in the position I am now having a podcast and being out there and being able to share this experience to those of you out there that are struggling and um, with your sexual identity and any of that or gender identity and you're having issues with school or people or family I promise you, hang in there. It does get better. It absolutely does. Do not give up. Please, um, if you need anything, you can, I'm not kidding, email me, eric at grishacast.com. Email Terry, terry at grishacast.com. We will immediately talk to you. Um, If you are on Instagrams or anything, we check our DMs. We will talk you talk with you and hear you and listen. There is no point in giving up the work. Like there's so much that you have to offer this world. And it is a hard struggle. I know it is. I know it is so tough. But just I promise you, I swear it gets better. Yes, So
0: it absolutely does. And you are not alone. And there are more of us out there than you know, and that you think. You and, think it can't
1: get better? Oh yeah, absolutely. Where you are? Well, it's hard
0: to see forward sometimes, yep. and it's it's hard to move past uh, what's going on, you know, in the very current present. But yeah. um, but it does. It's it's very strange to think, <laughs> but it actually. It, I mean, we promise you, it really does, and we promise you that you're not alone, and that we're here. And I also want to shout out um, our producers' podcast. Um, Still love you, bro. Yeah. They discuss topics on both sides of the spectrum too. If you want to, we go back to talking about an educational thing, so we can shout out. Still love you, bro. Where they discuss the hard topics um, from both sides. If you want to 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 hear yeah. that, it's very interesting.
1: Yeah, that's actually it, it's really incredible. Their podcast. That's it's my husband and it's his friend and my husband, as you know, is a gay male and um. You don't uh, say. Yeah, <laughs> and more of a liberal, and um, things like that. And um, his 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 host is a complete opposite, a conservative. And um, you would look at them, and if you heard about their beliefs, would think these people would clash completely. But they're friends. They're and they discuss topics together in a friendly, easy way, just to like, and it just shows you. We can all have different beliefs, and we don't have to yell. We don't have to fight. Yeah. We can discuss. Everybody has a right to their own opinions, and it's just all about being civil, right. I think. and Yeah,
0: um, and I, I'm trying not to go too long on time on this intro, but um, part of all of that is I just changed my major, um, and I'm doing my capstone on positive conflict, um, and a lot of that is... Getting to be in a room with people that think differently than you do, not just the things that we're discussing, but anything. Someone that's more analytical, becoming friend or being in the same room with someone that's more artistic and just hashing something out yeah. um, and just understanding that everyone comes from a different place that's different than yours and that you just have to open your brain <laughs> and open your heart and just be understanding of that. So that's been um, a lot of fun for me i ha I'm now in psychology and um leadership Wow <laughs> um, and so that's what I am now working on doing a research that's- paper over um so that actually kind of goes along yeah. <laughs> with that i've I have found it very interesting so
1: absolutely yes. and um one quick last thing um if you listen to our discussion and conversation with Lee bardugo, which was a while ago. She um talked to me about a book at that time that hadn't come out, um, but now it is. It is called Cemetery Boys" by Aiden Thomas, who is a trans man and it is a young adult fantasy novel that is incredible. The main character is a trans man talking about one it's got fantasy, but you go through. Him and his feelings, and how his family relates to him, and everything. It is an amazing opportunity for young adults to be able to read. We didn't have that when we were our age, um, but that book is out there, and um, just letting you know, it's um. Well, um, Aiden Thomas is a really cool person, and <laughs> might be able to hear a little bit more about them sometime soon. Not saying anything, <laughs> anyways. So. We should probably get going.
0: We probably should. We, you know, we get on that soapbox and uh it's hard to come off of it because of emotions. I know. And but
1: <laughs> our listeners yes, listen to us because of that. They are like-minded people, I I believe. And they kind of have
0: to be if you're in the Grishaverse. Exactly.
1: And I mean, it's just amazing that the fantasy book world now has gay LGBT trans characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I brought up Cemetery Boys. That's huge. I mean- It really is like the way that, yeah, you just have to read the book. You'll be amazed. So anyways, love y'all. We'll discuss that more (laughs) later. Um, If you want to talk more later, find me in my DMs, email me. We'll talk.
0: Slide into those DMs.
1: (laughs) Okay. So chapter four.
0: Chapter four. We are following Nina.
1: I'm going to get myself some tea while you're starting.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, we know that Nina is hanging out at the ice court, which we discussed last time it was really weird. Um, but there's like a there's a, I kind of like this little
1: do you want to warm up?
0: Uh, sure, thank you, a little spot of tea. Um, so <laughs> I like this interaction with Nina and Hana in the beginning of this chapter um, because there's a visitor uh, that's coming from the convent. And because of their escapades in the last book, I'm sure we all remember, um, they're freaked out because they're scared. somebody's like coming to snitch on what they've been doing. So this yeah. interaction between them, I think, is actually really cute um, where they're because they kind of share this uh, where this little freak out moment together. Nina is actually dressing Hana, um, warming Hana's hands. Um, and I called it last book that I think that they're going to ship. And I still, when I was still, was here before, I was still calling it that they were going to ship. So to me, I'm seeing this in like a ship kind of way.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. And I just want to let you know, we ha- um, Lacey, one of our listeners from Instagram I've been talking to and Lacey brought that up as well. Um, I'm going to get more into what Lacey, what, um, what she shared, but one thing that she did was she's loving all of the Nina and Hana chemistry. Mm-hmm. She's loving and ha- um, she's just loving that. So it is, it is cool to see. I agree.
0: I mean, of course, because I am who I am too. Anytime two women are super like <laughs> friendly, I constantly ship them anyway, or at least think they're going to like have relations. So you know, it wasn't a for sure <laughs> well, <right. laughs> because I do it anyway. <laughs> but I think this interaction with them is is really cute to see. Um, Absolutely. And so they kind of talk a little bit too about the actual um, inside the ice court um, where like their little sitting room is, the central room they call it, where this visitor. Um, is coming they said it has soaring walls of white marble a vaulted ceiling and a great stone hearth built to look as if it were framed by the twisted branches of jell's ash um so
1: what a cool visual yes i mean i think it's beautiful
0: it is and it's also i don't know why i guess i had it in my brain i think there's been mentioned before about um you want to show your wealth But also in Fiord,a it can be a little tricky because you don't want to brag. You don't want to be braggy. Yes. So when you think about that room, like that sounds like a really fantastic, fancy room. Yeah. So it's kind of teetering that line, I guess, of...
1: well. And I understand what you're saying. I think what it is is just the ice court is a, like, it's a big metropolitan part of Fjorda. I mean, it is, one, we know it's the jail, and it's huge, um, and I can't wait till we, there's a lot of history that goes into it, too, and we'll find that out in my favorite book, (laughs) *Lives of Saints, Um, and I think in this book, too, but there's just, it's, there's a lot to it, and I think it's done. Like the visual of this building, it's it's really cool. I think it's um because I mean we deal with royalty in this book, yes. So, yes, yeah. but stunning room. And- absolutely,
0: it was just it's just nice to have the visual, and I'm thinking that there's a fire in this great hearth. And oh, I'm just Oh,
1: sure. absolutely. absolutely.
0: And every, just everything being like white and clean and carved and there's something really cool.
1: about white, like just like I mean a white room. Yes. You know, it's very um it's clean, obviously, but like there's just something about it that makes me just it elevates it. It's yes. not it's just it's very pristine. Uh-huh. It looks like almost, you know, like royalty. Some very important things can happen I think here.
0: Because it's white because it's hard. It's hard to keep clean, but also when everything's white, it's like this kind of absence of clutter as well. So it's just like this very—I don't—kind of calming, but like fancy. I don't know, but especially if the if the walls are marble. I mean,
1: it's fancy, fancy. Hey, and then if uh, somebody escapes, it's not—it's not hard to find them. They can't hide in anything. they are everything's white. Oh, there he is.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you are. No camouflage in there No. <laughs>
1: Unless Casper.
0: (laughs) So so this um, the visitor is Anka Bergstrin. Yeah. And um, they have apparently taken over for the well mother because, as we know, the well mother has mysteriously disappeared. Oh, she's gone. Except that she's dead.
1: Yeah, Nina killed
0: her. Um, She tells everyone that because of the rise of irreligious things which I just had to put in there because it's a fun word irreligious. Religious. Um, that they've had to be more strict. And they more strict? Ha- more strict. Wow. And that there's like riding clothes and a bunch of stuff that there's not supposed to be in there. Like an icon to Sancta Vasilka, who is the patron saint of unwed women. The shame. Oh
1: my God. The
0: shame. Unwed women.
1: I believe she's also the... Th- Saint, uh, I think she has something to do with firebirds and things like that. So, <laughs> Sorry.
0: So, I, I. This is kind of cool too because, like, uh, Broom and Yilva are in the room as well. Yeah. And we start to kind of like see their relationship. Uh huh. And it gives a bit of a warmer side to Broom. We can see him, like, actually being loving to a person. So that's odd.
1: So this is my question for you. You're reading this for the first time. Like, did you ever expect to see this or read this no. or expect Brim no to ever be like this?
0: No, when we start when we introduced Yilva into the relationship, it starts to make you feel a little like it gives him a personality, it gives him a heart, which is weird because we see him as this monster all the time. Um
1: which goes with the conversation we had earlier. Yes. Like give people a chance like just because they're outer shell doesn't everybody is a person inside.
0: Right. And also it's good writing because good characters have arcs. Oh. Of you course. love them, hate them, love them, hate them because that's what happens with a real person. Sometimes you Absolutely. see things you don't really like about them, and other times you're like, oh my goodness, they're a great person. So um so at this point I'm thinking, you know. Maybe he's going to have a better arc, and we're going to actually end up liking him. So at this point in the book, I'm, I'm starting. You're to starting think to think pro- that maybe we're going to form a better opinion of him. And Nina is actually going to be a part of like
1: bringing him. Br- in. Yeah,
0: bringing him into it. D- yeah, uh, because also at this point he stands up for Hanna. He's like, "Don't yeah. you dare come in here, yeah, and get on my daughter about this because she would never, never." And Hannah's like, well, the clothes are mine. Mm. So she admits to the clothes, but like the patron saint of unwed women has to be hers too, right? Mm. I mean, it has to be because most of the other women in that place well, are it there could be too. Anybody else's. Yeah. Um, so, but at least she admits to it. And both um, Broom and Yulva are like, all right. But they, they still get on to Anka about, you know, uh-uh. See, I told you. So She's a good daughter.
1: So are these little statues? I'm sorry. Are, is that what she's- An icon. finding like little icon. Okay.
0: Yeah. An icon is like a little statue.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be- Oh my God. How cool. I, I want to- <laughs> Any wood makers or wood builders out there, I want to- uh, That would be amazing for me to be able to get some of this because I love the saints. So how oh, cool. Okay. So they found yeah. like kind of- I don't want to say the word idol- it's not an idol, but it's a it's a, a small little statue mm-hmm. that kind of you would put maybe on an altar and pray towards. Correct. Yeah. We're getting the right mm-hmm. yeah. image. Readers, do you think the same? Let me know. I can't hear you. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Um. So Anka Bergstrin or Madam Prune Pit.
1: Oh, my favorite girl. As Nina it. calls her. That is amazing to me. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: She um, tells Broom and Ylva that she needs to hear Hannah and Mila slash Nina's confession before she goes yep. um, so that she can kind of be alone with them. Um, and as they're ready, they're closing the door behind them. Um, Madam Prune Pit turns and just says, Hello, Nina. Bum, 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 bum. WTF.
1: Yep. Who are you, <laughs> Miss Madam Prune Pit?
0: And this is the point where, like, the chapter ends, and I'm like, "No!"
1: It's where all of no. her, her books always do that.
0: You can't do this to me.
1: And the worst part about those this is like we love all of it, but like you don't know when you're going to get back to that yes. story, and like you could skip ahead, but you can't. You
0: could, but, but yeah, you don't want to. No. But
1: I am obsessed with the word. With the nickname they gave her, Madam Pit. Yeah, I flipped out. I don't know if you guys saw, but when I was first reading it, I put up, I think, um, a video of me after I read like a couple chapters. And I guess I got to hear and like it was like the day that it came out and I was reading it and I like videoed and I said (laughs) like, Madam Pit coming for everybody. I didn't know who she was. I thought she was going to be this huge, 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 huge character. Um, and just to let you know, another thing that um, our friend Lacey thought, um, so this is what she said. Want to add that when the well mother visits Nina at the broom house, first time I read it, I thought it was the darkling and drag, mostly because it said she had gray eyes. So. All right. I mean, I get that because I didn't I, I you didn't think that but no I
0: didn't like yeah
1: but I get it because like I mean we're where we are in the story we've only heard about him we know he's there we know he's, he's s- out there somewhere Yeah. and whenever like I mean whenever there's a mention of court's eyes like you know I, I do think about the darkling yeah. I didn't think it then but girl I get you yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't that... Uh, that would have been fabulous. I would have loved The Darkling and Drag for that. But, um, yeah. No. I don't think so. So, that moves us on into Chapter 5, which is Zoya Mugger! Oh <laughs> Love me some Zoya, and I love just where she is in this novel. So... Nikolai, Nikolai has Zoya go meet with Hiram Shank of Ketterdam in in a, in a tower in Oskarvo to make sure Ravka's plans won't get leaked to the Fjordins. Um, he's running late, of course. And she's drifting off into thought, and here's this quote. She could still hear the Suli woman's voice, still see her standing fearless beneath the cedar tree. Ka pavay, we see you. Zoya was a warrior, a general, a Grisha who wore the scales of a dragon around her wrist. So why did those words fill her with so much fear? End quote. So, interesting. Just them saying, we see you.
0: hmm What does that mean?
1: I don't know. I was going to ask you. What did you- like, We don't know did, yet. Do you have any- Did you get any inkling about what that could- It's a shoe woman saying, we see you.
0: Is it shoe or sulee?
1: I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right, Suli. I said, yeah, sorry, Suli. Well,
0: I started to think that when when the woman... First of all, Zoya understood her.
1: Absolutely. And so she that didn't, means that
0: she speaks it. But in Shadow and Bone, a lot of them are taking Suli language as an elective. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Because there's a little bit in there where they're going back and forth with like Shu and Suli language right. because they're taking it at the palace. Um, so it's not... Out of the question that she would have taken it there. Um, But it started making me a little sus that (laughs) she has more to do with Suli than we currently know. It's big enough
1: to the fact that she pretended she didn't understand what the woman said and lied to Nikolai and all of them. Mm -hmm. So we see you shook her. Yes. Yes. So I wonder,
0: and we still don't know a lot about her background. We know like a story or two, but we don't know a lot about her background.
1: Well, yeah, we don't know a lot. We do know about like her aunt. Yes, we know a few stories about, of her family, but yep, and the travesty and all that stuff that happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I, the boat in her room, like yeah. yeah, the star. Love that. Love, love, love. Okay. So, anyways, um, we got Count Corgan there, um. Count Kerrigan is um, with her and thinks it's appropriate right now while they're because they're waiting um, for Mr. Shank to arrive. And Count Kerrigan, I guess, thinks it's an appropriate time to flirt. So that's why is it not? I know. Right. Um, Does everybody remember who Count Kerrigan is?
0: know are you waiting for a response
1: okay yeah you're right
0: my live audience
1: <laughs> can you guys all answer anyways count garrigan he's the one that helps out with some stuff he's hidden some secrets he was part of um, yeah yeah so he's kind of he just parties a lot but he kind of helped. So anyways, that is our, we're doing a scene. Yay. <laughs> um, so this one's longer. We got two scenes. The last one is short. It ends out the chapter, but I I just thought this was cute. Um, so anyways, I'm going to play my girl, Zoya, because I got to. And Terry's going to play Kerrigan. So let's have some fun with this. Hope uh, I don't know if you came up with a good voice. I didn't, but I'm going to see what I can do with it. So um, here we go. So um, you ready? Sure. Okay. So let me make sure I've got all my buttons before I stop talking. Okay, here we go. So
0: It's more funny if you When I don't and I screw (laughs) it
1: up like always. Yeah. By the way, we don't edit our podcast because (laughs) why do that when we're just perfect the way we are? Exactly. We're not. We make so many mistakes. But I'm not gonna try to make you guys think that this is easy and perfect. We just kinda we do what we can. So, anyways. Okay. Um, real quickly, special thank you for our background music, which is created by Kendra Dantes in year 26. And this actually, the background music is from her new song, Fallen. So this is, um that's our background music. So, curtain up. <clears throat> Woo! Haven't heard him in a while. <laughs> He's fun. Yes. Oh.
0: General Nozulinski, I wonder if you might consider a visit to my holdings near Karieva.
1: We are at war, Kirigan.
0: But after the war, in the summer perhaps, we could go for the races.
1: Are you so sure there will be an after?
0: Kirigan looks startled. The king is a brilliant tactician.
1: We don't have the numbers. If he fails to stop the Fjordans at Nezki, this war will be over before it begins. And to win, we need reinforcements.
0: And we will have them, Kerrigan declared. Zoya envied his optimism. One day, there will be peace again. Even in time of war, we might slip away for a moment, for a quiet dinner, a chance to talk, to get to know each other. Now that the king is to be married... The
1: king's plans are none of your concern.
0: Certainly, but... I thought that now you might be free to-
1: Zoya turned on him. She felt current crackle through her, felt the wind lift her hair. Be free to what exactly?
0: Kerrigan held his hands up as if he could ward her off. I simply
1: She knew what he meant. Rumors had surrounded her and Nikolai for months. Rumors she had encouraged to hide the secret of the demon that lived inside him and what it took to keep the monster under control. So why did it make her so angry to hear these words now? She took a slow breath. (gasps) (sighs) Kerrigan, you are a charming, handsome, very amiable man.
0: I am, he said, and then added with more surety, I am.
1: Yes, you are, but we are not suited in temperament.
0: Uh, I think if you just...
1: No, just... She took another breath and forced herself to rein in her tone. She took down at the ta- She sat down at the table. Kerrigan had been a loyal friend to the king and had put himself at considerable risk over the last few years by letting his home be used as a base for their weapons development. He wasn't a bad sort. She could try and be pleasant. I think I know the way you see this playing out.
0: Kerrigan flushed even redder. I highly doubt that. Zoe suspected it involved bodies entwined and possibly Mm -hmm. him playing her a song on the lute, but she would spare them both that particular image.
1: You will invite me to a fine dinner. We'll both drink too much wine. You'll get me to talk about myself, the pressures of my position, the sadness of my past. Perhaps I'll shed a tear or two. You'll listen sensitively and astutely and somehow discover my secret self. Something like... something like that?
0: Ooh, well, not precisely, but yes. He leaned forward. I want to know the true you, Zoya.
1: She reached out and took his hand. It was clammy with sweat. Mm. Count Kirigan. Email. There is no secret self. I'm not going to reveal another me to you. I'm not going to be tamed by you. I am the king's general. I am the commander of the second army. And right now, my people are facing down the enemy without me there.
0: But if you would only... Zoya
1: dropped his hand and slumped back in her chair. So much for pleasant. War or not, if I ever hear another amorous word or invitation leave your mouth, I will knock you unconscious and let a street urchin steal your boots.
0: Understood? My boots? Mm-hmm. Hiram Shank breezed through the doors without knocking, his cheeks florid, and what looked like hard-boiled egg crumbled over the lapels of his staid black merchant suit. His pride struck Zoya like a blow, his confidence bright and buoying.
1: Curtain down. Insane. Thank you. <laughs> that was a combination of a lot for Zoya. She does not definitely sound like that. <laughs> but um, continuing on. So as we just heard from our wonderful enactment, Shank has entered the room. Finally. So the Kurt got the blueprints to make the underwater submarines. Remember that? they're yes. wanting that because that mm-hmm. was going to help them and they've been using it to blow up the poor Novia Zem ships and the kirch are ambitious to always be on top financially. Zoya mentions that the jurda, the kirch are trading to Shuhan and Feirda are being used to kill and torture Grisha. Shank refuses knowing anything about it. Bull. Right. You know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Anyway, Zoya tries to get Kirch to be an ally, but Shank is not budging. He simply just he's like, I, I we should just I'm just gonna remain neutral. Bull, you just care about Kirch and Ketterdam. You don't even care because you're off on your own island. Kinda reminds me of Australia, you know. They're off on their own. <laughs> they really probably don't even care about the rest of us. I mean, I love Australia. I'm gonna visit there. Probably yes. hopefully live one- there one day. But I mean, like, they're they've got a great place to live they're far away from all the hectic stuff I mean they don't have to deal with all us crazies so <laughs> anyways um so yeah he's he's not gonna be an ally he does however and I'm, this is so shady okay I don't know if you caught it but in a very shady way he offers Ravka the best of luck did you catch that? He's yes like, I was like ooh girl mm-hmm. <laughs> you been watching a little bit too much RuPaul You've been under that shade tree. Anyways. <laughs> Shank leaves and Kerrigan and Zoya walk outside to prepare to go back to the king. And this is going to leave us with our last scene that's really short. But um, it's also kind of important, but it is very short. So, uh, again, our background music is be- cre- created by the wonderful and famous, amazing Kendra Dantes and the wonderful and famous producing team, Year 26. So, again, I will be playing, of course, Zoya and um terry gets to play (laughs) kerrigan and another character that you'll learn about so um this is one of those ones where we kind of like you know just go along with it but we i just wanted to do it so you ready girl sure okay so curtain up zoya sensed movement before she actually saw it she whirled and glimpsed light glinting off the blade of a knife. The man was lunging at her from the shadows. She threw up her hands, and a blast of wind hurled him backward into the wall. He struck with a bone-breaking crunch, dead before he hit the ground.
0: too easy. a decoy. again sprang forward, knocking the second assassin to the ground. The count drew his pistol to fire
1: no. Zoya shouted, using another hard gust of wind to redirect the bullet. It pinged harmlessly off the hull of a nearby ship.
0: She leapt onto the assassin, pressing his chest onto the deck with her knees and closed her fists, squeezing the breath from his lungs. He clawed at his throat, face turning red, eyes bulging and watering.
1: She opened her fingers, letting air flood into his lungs, and he gasped like a fish freed of a hook. Speak, she demanded. Who sent you?
0: A new age is coming, he rasped. The false saints will be purged.
1: He looked and sounded Ravkin again. She sucked the air from his lungs, then let it return in the barest trickle.
0: False saints, said Kerrigan, clutching his bloody arm.
1: Who sent you?
0: Your power is unnatural and you will be punished, Sancta Zoya. He spat the last two words like a curse.
1: Zoya hauled back and punched him in the jaw. His head drooped.
0: Couldn't you just have choked him unconscious? Asked Kieran. I
1: felt like hitting someone.
0: Ah, I see. I'm glad it was him. But what did he mean by Sancta Zoya?
1: As far as I know, I've worked no miracles, nor claimed to. Zoya's eyes narrowed. She knew exactly who to blame for this. Damn Nina Zenik. End scene, end chapter. Ba-da-da. Zoya had a little, um, you know, voice so, change.
0: <laughs> so, what, do you know why she's damning Nina?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Does everyone else know why she's How damning How would you explain Nina? to her? Well, <laughs> last week, we found out that they've the Hrinksa Network have been trying to make everyone believe that Grisha are saints and they're, nope. and that they're children of Jell and Fjorda And so obviously it's getting out.
1: Yes, it is because she's, yeah.
0: Yep. So Nina's Nina and Hana ne- and the Hrinksa network, they are making this happen because now we have a stranger, um, who randomly call knows. it Yeah. So it's working y'all.
1: I love it. Bonk Zoya. Yep. Amazing. Okay. So that, that ends what we covered. Um, so, I guess, you know, it is that special time for... Grisha News. (laughs) News! Okay, so let's now take it live to our Grisha in the
0: field. Hello, hello. Hey! Hello!
1: How are you?
0: I am fantastic. How are you guys? We
1: are good. So tell us what we got. Do we have any juicy grisha cast news
0: we do not just behind the scenes from the cast
1: well that's expected everything's kind of silent right now in the grishaverse world and
0: just waiting for the new cast member announcements truth oh yes please
1: yes when cannot wait to find out nikolai Mm -hmm. and wyland oh my goodness gracious that'll be exciting but um, i
0: will lose it
1: i know i hope they do a good job um while we have you here, we have a Fjord and Mary Kill that our friend Lacey sent us. And I think it'd be cool if we just included you. So, you ready? Absolutely. Yeah, so we're all yes. going to do this, okay? Okay. Okay, so Fjord and Mary Kill, Queen Maki, the Darkling, and Poppy. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so... Do, 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 do. I think I have
0: it. You oh, do okay. already?
1: Yes. Okay, go. Yes. What you got?
0: Kill the Darkling. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I just, I don't like him. I never have. Okay. okay. Um, I would marry Maki because money and I could, you know, become a royal and feared in Poppy. Wow. Okay.
1: Okay, so that's... How about you? Do you got anything yet? Or All right, so a second?
0: definitely you have to marry the queen. Like Alex just said, I mean,
1: mm-hmm. you're going
0: to be a, a queen or a princess or royalty and, and money. Um, Except I'm going to switch the other two. I'm going to in the Darkling. Even though I don't like the Darkling as like a ship character, that would be a really fun Fjordin. I so, bet. Shadows and everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Fear the Darkling, and I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I know, if if there was like a friend category instead of kill, then that would be Poppy. I just don't think Poppy it's and I, I would category. like, have a lot to do with each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't have a friend category.
0: <laughs> we don't, but if there was instead of kill, then that's where Poppy would go, but yeah, that's mine.
1: Well, I mean, it's a tough choice. Okay, so, I, I, would have to marry poppy and i i guess i no i'm sorry i take that back um i will um i will marry the i will marry queen maki and Fjordan poppy and yep kill the darkling so Twinsies. I think, yeah. I just realized we did the same thing. Yeah, I'd have to do that. Um, yeah, that was a good one, Lacey. Thank that you. Was, thank I, you. Good way to like intertwine like characters from the show and the current book. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. So that's awesome. So toots for Lacey. She's on Instagram and she's our new friend. So yes. Well, thank you so much for playing with us. And, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you be good. And um, we look forward to seeing you again next week.
0: As always.
1: As always. Bye. honey. Bye. See ya. Oh, that was great. It was, it was fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun to play that game. So real quickly, I also want to shout that out there. So Lacey, um, Lacey came up with those. I want to let you know what Lacey's answers were. Okay. So Lacey said that she i would fjord and poppy she gotta be fierce that's in her notes marry the queen because duh lol <laughs> and sorry darkling gotta kill you
0: so it was three against one
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's fine i love it so that's that's awesome so let's um so thank you Lacey. yes for, thank you very much yeah for that fun little thing and if any of you guys want to play along with that, I'd love to see your answers. Mm -hmm. So, Fjord and Mary Kill, to our listeners, remember, it is Queen Maki, the Darkling, or Poppy. And, yes. Let us know. Let us know. We might have a little surprise for you. I don't know who wins. (laughs) That made no sense. Yeah, how
0: do you win that?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. But we will have prizes one day. We are. We're working on them. But, anyways, we would love to... For you to share. Oh girl, where'd you go? If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> if you're not watching <laughs> on YouTube, my dearest best friend just shrunk like oh. about a foot. That poor chair. Oh. It's got it's so messed up. It's not you <laughs> that's messed it up, I swear. I it's, she shrunk.
0: I just I just lost. I'm back.
1: You are back. I'm
0: back. She's back. <laughs> Out
1: of space. Okay. So I do want to do some more of this Lacey shout out because she wanted she shared some stuff of Rule of Wolves. Like I asked, I wanted to see if any of our listeners would actually share what they've thought so far. So um, we already shared about Nina and Hannah's chemistry. And um, one other thing that she shouted out about was um, how the underground network used tattoos to remain hidden in plain sight. That is a really cool aspect too.
0: Yeah, it uh, is. It's like a, it's like secret code.
1: Yep. And then quote, this is from Lacey. A few things that struck out to me when I opened it up this morning. I like that the shoe and Rovkins both have myths with the king slash queen guard turning to from animals. And I have to agree, I think that's fascinating history. I loved it when we learned about, you know, like the, in ravka how like supposedly the first like apparat like the apparat and all that like they actually turned into animals like i agree 100 percent, Lacey. like oh my god i would kill if she wrote like a book called like the history of ravka or like the history of the grisha verse and just gave me a oh <laughs> i would die i know Lives right? of, yeah, okay. no, I'm, I'm giving myself like a hard little attack. Hard little attack. Little yeah, um, but that. Um, Lives of Saints is the closest <laughs> I've got to it, plus Language of Thorns, which is fairy tales. But um, yes, good one. I love that you like the same things I do. Go Lacey. we gotta hang out. <sighs> um, She does have a question. What does the apparatus actually know about Nikolai? So, I mean, I don't think we can answer that.
0: At this point... Point In the book I Am sure he knows
1: It's rumors
0: Enough To Bring him favor To the right people That are going to keep him safe
1: I think the Apparat Knows Because he's run away Remember he's run to Fjorda Yeah So I think that he has like He now I think is he's always just a squeamish little guy, and he now sees that there might be one. He knows Ravka is falling and and just not doing as well as it's put presenting itself to be. He's got to know that, and he definitely believes the rumors of him of Nikolai being not really in line for the throne. So supposedly being not a, bast- a Lansov, not a Lansov, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We've got Fjorda who thinks that they do, so of course he's gonna run his little tail up there and believe that. So I think the apparat knows some stuff um, about Nikolai that not everybody knows and believes it. Um, and he just always—he's a survivor. That's what he's doing. He's just—he just wants to survive. I don't think he really cares even about these like the religions or the saints. I think he—it's all about his survival. Because if you think about what we've read so far, he's just always run into the winning team.
0: Yeah, we um we talked about that last, last episode, week. Yeah, yeah. that so. he's just he just kind of goes where he feels safest.
1: Yeah, last thing I got to point out that um Lacey and I both agree on. As for the show, she wants more Zoya. They can do anything else but i just want more of our dragon queen yes i agree (laughs) i want more that um but as we know shadow and bone she's not a really big prominent part in there and i i knew that when we were going in before the show even aired we saw pictures of zoya that we but they just they had a lot of other things that they had to cover i i do believe that she's apparently she's gonna have to get, get a bigger part um, because I mean, the way that that show ended, it showed that she was. I, we'll get more of her, and I'm. I agree. I can't wait to see more Zoya. I am a huge Zoya fan. L- uh, why do I say that? As if you, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Um, so, anyways, um, I think. Thank you so much, Lacey. Thank you for your comment. Um, if anybody else, any listeners out there, are interested in sharing with us what they think of the book so far what we've gotten up to no spoilers um but what you think about certain situations if you agree disagree with anything we said or you want to share like what you really think is really neat or like a history buff freak like me um or if you've got some fjord and mary kills we've been doing that since this podcast started so we love doing fjord and mary kills yeah. so um you guys have one now so I would love to see what you all think because that's a creative one, really. Like to no, that was a good one, yeah. That really was, yeah. Putting all those together. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're gonna be doing more of those, and um, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, don't forget we are on Fable. Yeah, that it, we haven't talked about that in a while. But Fable, if you don't know, it is a book club app, and what you. It's free. You go on and you can read a book like Shadow and Bone with people and discussions. And guess what? We're the moderators.
0: Yes. There's some fun questions from us. We have th- some videos from us that
1: you haven't seen. Like we yes. actually like have like discussions, like specifically for Fable that are on there of yep. us discussing chapters. Um not summarizing it. We're just asking, like, just discussions, and um, yeah. So,
0: so, come join us over there.
1: Yeah, it's very popular. We're one of the most popular book clubs there. So, Duh. go Fable. <laughs> um, thank and,
0: you, Fable, as well.
1: Yes, thank you, Fable. You guys are awesome, and we're just very happy. Um, please do feel free to um, go to Apple Podcasts and rate us. We love yes. it. Yep. And if you don't want to, then don't. <laughs> but we because we love- can't
0: tell you what to do. We
1: can't. You we do can, what you want. You, She does. She definitely does what she wants. That's like her logo.
0: Everyone should do what they want. So we can't make you go do this, but no. it would make us very happy.
1: Yes. <laughs> so but please. We love hearing from you. We do. We really do. Um, And I know that this started out in a very, like, not depressing, but a very serious mode um, or mood. But uh, everything we said is very true. So, I mean, I know that we seem like we're just voices that you might listen to every week and you can't contact us, but we will. Like, we like we actually will answer your messages, answer your emails. We are not like these other, I know that there's some podcasts out there and they just never check anything. We try so hard to make sure that we are in touch with every single listener that reaches out to us because we appreciate every single one of you um so please if you are struggling with anything that we did talk about earlier we are not kidding we um please reach out space it. it absolutely is and um we wouldn't be here if um lee didn't create this space i mean to be honest i mean she made like literature's changed a lot so with that i think we are so our next two chapters not too lengthy but i mean like One is like 14 pages and one is 16 pages. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe we should stick with two chapters again just next week. Just to, not to make it too crazy. Um, Six
0: and seven. Yes.
1: So six and seven read for next week. And um, I'm not kidding. I can't spill the beans. But we do actually have some really exciting stuff coming that you are going to like. And um, I'm so excited. And if you know me... I hate holding on to presents. I always want to give people their like birthday presents like months before. Um, so this is very hard. Like literally my feet are like shaking right now because yes. I'm trying to hold myself together from not telling you some of the stuff I really want to tell you. Um, but I'm I'm not going to because everybody <laughs> tells me not to yet. No, but, don't
0: do it yet. You'll have to stay tuned.
1: But if you DM me on my accent, No I do it. Well I don't know. Anyway. Shh. Anyways, love y'all. <laughs> love y'all. Yes. Be good. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Like we're
0: at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. mourners. No funerals.
1: This has been Grisha Cast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon at GreasyCast.
1: Thank you so much to our staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber. We love you all.
0: Mwah.